Welcome back to AG University Podcast. I am absolutely jazzed to share all the information I'm about to share today. We're going to cover a lot of bases. As always, if you want to take notes, I love it. So many of you guys have been tagging me on your Instagram stories of you taking the most beautiful handwritten notes. And it it I do like a I do a backflip on the inside. Just absolute joy. So thank you for trusting me to be your teacher for the next, I don't know, 30, 45 hour. I don't ever really put like a time limit on these. I just make some notes before I hop on and just get to chatting and just kind of see what information comes into my brain. And that's what I share with you guys. So I do typically have a theme in mind, and usually I'll do a unicorn card pull at the end of a episode, but I feel like I'm going to spice it up. I'm feeling crazy. I'm going to switch things up on you guys. I'm actually going to read it at the beginning because, I don't know, I just kind of have like an intuitive ping to do that. And as you guys know, I have these, they're kind of like an affirmation deck angel cards, oracle cards. It's, it's different than tarot cards if you're into cards. Um, they're more just like positive messaging versus like future casting. So if that's anything that sounds, you know, intriguing to you, I have the most beautiful deck of cards. They're called the Oracle of the Unicorns by Cordelia Francesca Brabs. I got them at um, Cosmic Connections in Nashville. Everyone's been DMing me being like, I love your angel cards. Where did you get them? I'm pretty sure you can order them on Amazon. I'll add them into my AG's book club, Amazon storefront, but that way I can share the magic. But I do enjoy, uh, you know, using my intuitive gifts to draw a card. I say, what does AG's university podcast need to hear? And this is what I pulled. It's the most beautiful card. I do wish I had a visual right now, but that's okay. So I pulled the imagination card, which I will read for you guys. It is envision a new reality. Give yourself permission to dream. Believe in unlimited possibilities, which I love. Okay, so that's just what the card says. I'm going to give you guys the like reading. There's a little book that comes with the card. So this is what it says. Your imagination was once wild, free, and magical. Deep in your heart, you believed that anything was possible. Then you grew older and you were told to live in the real world. You were told to take sensible action, to be responsible, and to learn facts and figures instead of dwelling in daydreams. You were led to believe that hard work was the only way to get results. This thinking cut you off from your magic and blocked you from using one of your most powerful manifesting tools. Now, the winged horses call on you to soar back into the realms of your imagination and to use daydreaming as a powerful way to create your reality. Return to your childlike mind that was full of wonder and to your belief in magic and miracles. Instead of being limited by reason, allow yourself to fly high into possibility and believe you can be, do, and have anything. If you can see it happening in your mind, it can become real in the physical. Spend time each day to powerfully dream of what you want. Let your imagination activate feelings of joy, delight, gratitude, amazement, and surprise, as if your wildest dreams have already come true. Let those feelings flood your body and stream them back to the universe. Give thanks in abundance and surrender the how to the divine. This card also encourages you to go even higher with your dreams and to trust they are closer than you think. Have patience and don't give up right before your vision manifests. 
I love that. Also, that sounded a lot like quantum jumping (laughs) a bit, quantum manifesting, which if you guys haven't caught that episode, I highly recommend checking that one out. I think it's called what, it's like, what the heck is quantum manifestation with Kim Salter? But it really talks about how important it is to just feel the feelings of whatever it is that you are currently manifesting. And that's really a beautiful segue into a couple different things that I was going to talk about today. I hadn't even read that page ahead of time, but of course it it it's really queuing me up. So, not queuing me up, teeing me up. Would that be the term? <laughs> teeing me up nicely, a golf term. I one thing about me is I always just mildly mess up a cliche. Like I get close, close but no cigar. I think that one I nailed. <laughs> but um, let's just talk a little bit about getting into the energy because I shared the year end review last week. If you guys haven't done it, that's okay. There's still time. We're still getting the hang of things. We're getting we're getting moving and grooving this January. I'm still setting my goals. And one of ours, which I talked about on the last episode, is how Austin and I are discussing what it would look like financially for us to purchase a home here in Florida. And we still have a few more months, I think May, but honestly, that's going to be here literally in a millisecond, you guys, before we have to figure out exactly what's going to happen with this lease. We signed a one-year lease. I can't even believe it's almost been a year. I feel like we literally just moved. Um, But so in May, we're just hoping that our landlord isn't, you know, like wanting to sell the house. We just, we don't really know. This was kind of like a whim situation for him. And so we are renting. And also, you guys, to be completely transparent with you, I mean, I'm just going to tell you, our rent is like way over $4,000 a month, which to me is just insane. Like that is a mortgage payment. Austin and I are like, and I know we live close to the beach and it's just different being in Florida, but we had a huge house in Nashville and it was literally like $2,000 and it was bigger than this house. So um, we really it's like you get caught between that place where you're like, do I really want to keep spending this money every month just to rent? We really want to buy, but we're just not really sure. We had a lot of things to figure out. Even when we were moving here, we moved here so abruptly, we couldn't just like buy a house on a whim. So anyways, we might rent for another year. We might go out and explore what it looks like to buy a house. I've been seeing so many things on TikTok about people showing different ways that you can, you know, start preparing yourself to buy a home now. And it it makes it a little bit more digestible. But what I've been doing and what Austin I've been doing, we were like, you know what? We're really going to take the pressure off of ourselves because the type of home that I am manifesting for us is probably a bit nicer and more expensive than the type of home Austin needs. The man is a minimalist. (laughs) He, I mean, he likes nice things, but he's just kind of like, whatever makes you happy. I mean, if that's, but I'm like, no, I need lots of window light. And like, I've always been really specific, but we realized today we're like, whatever happens, if we renew our lease, we don't have the opportunity, whatever, we're not going to stress. We know it's all going to work out perfectly. <laughs> Remember that lucky girl syndrome, everything's always working out and it is, but we decided it would be fun to start going to some open houses. We've never been. We were like, let's just start playing with what does this look like? And so I want you guys to take this home analogy and put it into whatever you are potentially manifesting, whether maybe it's just more money, like whatever it is, a new career, anything. 
And I really do challenge you guys, just kind of like how that card I just pulled about use your imagination and and play with what does that look like? So Austin and I went to the gym today and we're like, let's go to, there's an open house from 12 to two today. Let's just pop in and see how this one feels. See what price range this is. See what location this is. Walk around the house. Use our imagination. Could we see ourselves here? Or, and today the house, unfortunately, it was it was a no, but that's okay. We were just kind of playing with location. And then it gives you a really good kind of, you know, radar for this is what we like. This is what we don't like. We don't like this layout. This is what we want. And it just really helps when you are actually manifesting in the process of manifesting something. This could be a year away. This could be two years away. I don't know, but we know we want to buy a house together down here at the beach and property's hot. And so we're like, let's just start connecting. And then we had the most beautiful exchange with a realtor today. She somehow by the end of it started started asking, she's like, are you guys into um, manifestation? And we're just like, LOL. Austin just like laughs. And he's like, that's literally like her. <laughs> that's that's her. We're like, welcome to AG University. Uh, we did actually exchange information and um, she's going to tune into the podcast. <laughs> but you know what? We made a connection. All I'm saying is that even if you feel you are not ready or you're not in a space where you can take the leap you know, financially, Austin and I don't really feel like we're in the place to purchase the type of home that we want to purchase. We're both kind of starting over a bit career-wise, just starting in totally new ventures. And I think we would like to have more money saved, but we're like, you know what? We'd figure it out. We could loan, whatever, loan money from the bank. I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know a whole lot of financial stuff, but you guys get it. I'm just saying, start sometimes before you're ready. Play with the energy of what it would feel like to be in a new home. What would it feel like to be in a job where I have more freedom? You know, like take a day off and just play with the energy of like, okay, what would this feel like? You know, what would it feel like if I had the money to buy the bag that I want to buy? Like I always tell people like, go walk around the mall and pretend like you're going to purchase something. You don't have to. Play a game, method act. <laughs> method act. As if you're someone that's like, oh my gosh, yes, I have all the money in the world. I could buy any of this. Like, what would I actually want? You know, I just think it's a fun game to play. Not that we're play, playing a game by looking at houses. We do need to buy a house and we do need to figure out our situation, but it is fun. It's kind of like dating, you know, like just go on dates and be like, I'm just going to have fun. It, you don't have to every single house opening, every single date doesn't have to be the one. You know, like we have so taken the pressure off the situation. I'm like, I'm going to, the perfect thing's going to happen. And along the way, we just have met really awesome people. And today we met like a really great realtor and she's going to connect us with something that's, you know, closer to the beach. Like we're, you know, manifesting right now. So anyways, I just think that's a good um, card and practice right now of just getting you in the energy of being in the room with, you know, people that are in this industry or, and this lifestyle and just how does that make you feel? And the more that you're around it, you guys always say this, you are, you know, the sum of the three people around you. And they always say you are the salary of the five people closest to you. Like that is a statistically proven fact. Like put yourself in in the room with, you know, some people that are doing the things. Just see how it feels. Try it on for size. Nobody has to know. Remember, we're method actors. We're going in. We're like, this is me. I am her. So that was what we were up to today on a lovely Saturday afternoon. And, you know, it was also two just really fun conversation points for Austin and I to discuss 
a bit more specifically as to like, what, what do we love? What do we need? What do we wish we had in our home right now? Uh, we went out to lunch afterwards and just kind of did a debrief of, you know, how close do we want to be to the beach? Just playing with this fantasy in our mind of what we want our future to look like. And it's just, you know, it's a fun activity. Afterwards, when we were driving home, we stopped at the 7-Eleven gas station and we got two bags of ice and decided that we were going to come home and do our own cold plunge in our bathtub. (laughs) So I recently shared on my Instagram story how I'm like, hold up, you guys. I feel like these cold plunge people are really onto something. And I'm going to give you the backstory. These are just kind of things that I'm doing in 2023. And I'm just going to tell you them all at random. So I actually am Googling right now on my um, laptop to read you the like scientific benefits, but I actually have been following Wim Hof, or is it Wim Hoffman? His Instagram name was Iceman Hoff. And I've been following him for years. I actually have like a really great breathwork meditation that I will link in the show notes that's kind of how I got really interested in him because it's it's gentle. Breathwork for me can be a bit intense because if you do like the really intense breathwork, it can make you like kind of dizzy and I don't, that's a common thing with me with, you know, people who are prone to fainting and passing out. You have to be careful with breathwork. So I do just advise caution there. Breathwork is freaking awesome and life-changing. And he has some really gentle breathwork meditations that change my state. Holy heck. Like if I'm kind of in a bad mood or a weird mood or anxious, I'm going to link this in the show notes. It's free meditation. Wow. Really good one. It's more of like breath holds. So it's a little bit slower and more controlled. I haven't do that meditation for a while. I'll link it. And I saw him on the Goop documentary series where he was taking everyone out to the cold. And they were doing cold plunges. And I was just like, I'm, I'm not into it. <laughs> I do a lot of things, but I do not like being cold. <laughs> like, I really, I don't. I, I it's, no, thank you. I feel like I run a bit chilly too. I'm always layered up. I'll go to bed in a sweatsuit and Austin's like, you're out of your damn mind. And I'm like, I just want to be snuggly and cozy. But this is how I got there. So the week after, or no, last week, two weeks ago, I don't know, a few days after we got home from Miami and the Keys, I experienced a lot of anxiety, which was unusual for me. I don't run typically anxious. I'll have like moments for sure, or like situational anxiety or work stress, normal stuff. But I felt like for a whole day, just super uneasy and then woke up the next morning and felt really just on edge. And I was supposed to travel. I think I mentioned this already, but I was supposed to fly to Nashville. And honestly, everybody ended up like getting the flu or was unavailable. So the trip was canceled. And I I felt really anxious too, uh, just about, I didn't want to go back to the airport. Like I just needed to feel settled. I felt very unsettled. And I caught myself sending out some voice memos to team members working and I was on the brink of tears. I was felt like I was about to have kind of a panic attack and I was like, oh my gosh, what is going on? This is just so not like me. It's just, it was really weird. And so I just kind of intuitively was like, you know what, I'm going to go outside. And luckily we have a nice grassy backyard and the sun was shining and I took my shoes off and I started telling myself, I'm just kind of want to give you guys a couple of little anxiety tips because I do feel I have a lot of tools in my toolbox of this. And, and I've worked with a lot of clients who struggle with anxiety. And, and, you know, obviously I'm not a doctor or like a professional, but like just I understand energy and anxiety usually 
Um, it's a result of trapped anger or frustration or fear. Those are kind of the emotions. You kind of got to decide, am I feeling anxious right now because I'm pissed off or am I feeling anxious because I'm you know fearful and I'm about to spiral, whatever. And I start kind of talking myself through. I'm like, okay, this is what anxiety feels like. This is, I'm feeling really anxious. That's okay. I'm going to walk outside. I used to catch myself being like, oh my God, no, I'm freaking out. Instead of like resisting and creating a struggle, that's when, you know, you kind of have this ongoing battle in your mind. I literally just kind of let it rise and I observe it. The moment you become the observer of the mind, the moment that you realize, okay, I am in my seat. I am in my knowing. I am in control here. I'm viewing this anxiety. It's just like a storm that's going to pass, right? Just like a a little thought that's just going to blow through. Like when you kind of start like recognizing it and separating from the anxiety, you're like, I am not the anxiety. I'm watching this anxiety rise. And I walked outside and I took my shoes off, plopped my butt in the grass. Normally I wouldn't do that because I would get kind of itchy, but I was like, I want my whole body to ground. And I literally just started kind of intuitively like putting my hands on my body, like kind of kind of feeling grounded in my body. I was like, I'm just going to get grounded. And I started praying over myself, which I know I always tell you guys, like if you're not spiritual or religious, totally fine. Like you could say affirmations, like I am safe. I am safe in my body. I'm safe to experience emotion. That could be your, your method, affirmations. Um, you could do some tapping, just lightly tapping on the body. I recently posted some motions on my Instagram on regulating the nervous system. One of my recent reels, like the butterfly tapping on the collarbone. There are lots of things you could do. I just kind of started praying out loud. Like, you know, I'm feeling really anxious. Just kind of like started talking through the situation. The, the prayer wasn't super like spiritual or religious. It was just like, you know, I'm feeling really anxious. I'm calling on my higher self. God, give me some guidance to move this energy through my body. Because at the end of the day, it's just an energy, right? And so I really just started talking it out, saying, you know what? I, I would, in those moments, I was realizing I had been in Miami. I had been a lot of places. I had traveled a ton over the last few weeks, and I felt like I just needed this kind of energy release. Like that's really how I felt. Like it was literally like a balloon when you like a balloon gets full and you just kind of squish it and let all this energy out. And I know I. Maybe, you know, I'm a a bit more in tune with energy, but I really am so passionate about my energy protection course. You guys, it's, it's literally 20 bucks and I show you how to protect your energy every single day (laughs) because in Miami, I, you know, I was waking up, grabbing coffee, immediately walking out of the hotel, just around tons of energy and I wasn't doing it. And I caught myself almost in this, this panic attack by the time I got home because I just felt like I wasn't doing my normal grounding energy protection practice every single day. But you know what? That's okay because in that moment, I was able to reset, put my feet on the ground, say some prayers, just talk myself through this. That's okay. We picked up some energy. We're just going to release it. We're going to send it back into the earth and ask the earth to transmute it to the light. You know, just speaking it out loud in those moments was just so comforting and just like calling on my higher self whatever word feels good for you, God, angels. And I always tell people too, another one, if they're feeling really anxious and maybe you're like, I'm not as connected to prayer or using the word God, maybe it's universe, maybe it's nothing, sing, sing a song. Before I was as spiritual as I am now, I used to always sing. I I loved the song my whole life growing up, Amazing Grace, probably because my name is Anna Grace. Um, But I loved that. and, And that to me was, was, was a form of prayer. Sing a song when we, our throat, that vibration, 
that happens in our vocal cords when we sing, it actually really calms our nervous system. You could sing freaking an Avril Lavigne song. It doesn't have to be anything. It could be like whatever you want. I don't know why she bumped into my head, but it could be literally anything. But actually the act of singing, it moves some of this tight. When we feel tight up top, like our throat gets tight, our chest gets tight. Gets tight. I always tell people like, sing a song. If you're in the car and you start feeling anxious, bolt it out. You will feel such a release. I share lots of of um, tips on my page, like stomping and jumping. But in that moment, I was grounding. I was kind of pressing on my body, saying like, I am safe. Said a little prayer. I kind of hummed to myself. And then I just stood up and started doing some intuitive, just kind of movements, like letting my arms flow freely, letting my hands drop down by my side, just kind of relaxing my body. You guys, after I did that for like five or 10 minutes, I'm not kidding. I was on the brink of a panic attack. I was about to cry. I haven't felt that anxious in a long time, really. It was completely gone, completely gone. Like when in doubt, try to get to nature, try to just, you know, touch on yourself, pat on your body, love on yourself and say, I am safe. I am here. I am present. You know, sometimes I'll, I'll even, I actually had a, someone say that you can just speak statements out loud, like that are, um, connected to you. Like you could just literally say like true facts. Like I am Anna Grace Newell. I am 29 years old. That way there's no like emotional charge there. Um, I am the daughter of Tim Newell. I am the daughter of Chris Shepard, you know, just saying your family members. I know that one feels kind of silly, but sometimes affirmations for people in, in a heightened state, they're not as helpful. So I don't know. I just thought I would give you guys a bunch of tips because I did have a moment around that kind of new year. And I do think I was just maybe shedding some some old energy from the past year and then just waking up, not doing my energetic practices or being as rooted in my daily morning routine. I kind of did like a super fast forward version, but I was like literally going into the clubs and into crowds. Um, that's why I highly recommend if you guys have not my in 2023, we will be unbothered. I talk about energetic protection. I can tell you, I'm like, I know it works because I have not felt anxiety doing it every single day when I lived in Florida. And then I kind of fell off the bandwagon a little bit over the holidays. And that's okay. In that moment, I just recentered, but I could tell a major difference. I'm like, so I always just want to note that if you feel anxiety or social anxiety, protecting your energy, just try it. You know, it's free. It's through visualization. Anyone can do it. It's a tool you can do in the back of an Uber at any given time. You can always, you know, just check it on yourself and say, Hey, I'm safe. I'm present. Honestly, whatever I am statement comes to mind will work, but okay. I am going somewhere. I got off on a tangent. I, after I calm myself down, carry on going on about my day, because honestly, I do feel like, wow, that shit can really just be so anxiety and when it's intense can be so crippling. And if you struggle with anxiety, I see you. I hear you. I feel you. I love you. I promise it's a wave and it will pass. But Austin, the next day when we woke up, he's like, well, let's just like go to the beach. And we're walking out the door and I have on like a sweatsuit because I mean, it's cold here. And he's wearing a swimsuit. And I was like, oh, you put on your swimsuit. And he's like, yeah, I feel like go put on your swimsuit. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, we're crazy, crazy. Okay. We're, yep. Okay. The water is like 40 degrees right now. It's like, go put on your swimsuit. And we have a, um, a little scooter. We live literally right down the street from the beach. So we hopped on our little Vespa and we went to the beach. The beach always just is a nice 
calming area, even when it's cold and the sand's like whipping us from the wind, but still, still a good grounding space. And he's like, okay, let's just jump in. Let's just jump in, see how we feel. I don't know. I mean, Austin's very into health trends more so than like the spiritual side of the trend. And so, as you guys know, Wim Hof, he has a freaking cult following of the plunge, ice plunge bath people. (laughs) I don't even know the correct terminology, but I am down to try anything. So, we run, we jump in the ocean, we're like (laughs) flailing like... (laughs) Just we're flailing like a fish out of water and we're like, oh, it's cold. We stay in for like 30 seconds and then we get out and I sat on the beach and then we laid down on our towel. It was actually, the sun was shining. So it was warm-ish. It was probably like 60 degrees. It wasn't like freezing. We kind of dried off and we both laid there and I was like, huh, I have completely altered my state. Austin was so relaxed. He fell asleep for a second, which he never does that. And I was like, I mean, it obviously took us a minute. Like we had to like kind of warm up put our clothes back on. And then we just kind of laid there and we're just like meditating. And I was like, interesting. I really feel so much better. So a few days later, I on one eleven, which was the uh, manifesting portal day. I do love angel number days. I just, I choose to make them a special day where I, you know, write like a little letter or a journal entry or just something, you know, on those days. I was actually preparing for some readings that I had. I've, I've had a pretty hefty reading schedule this week and next. Um, you know, I, t- I took off for the holidays, but she's back at it. So anyways, I was working on readings and I'm, I'm walking up I'd completely forgotten that I had a therapy session. So my therapist is like FaceTiming me. I mean, luckily I was walking back to the car. So I run back to the car. I'm like, oh my gosh, Mary, I'm so sorry. I forgot. (laughs) Uh, We typically meet on Tuesdays, but she had to shift around a bit because she's in Switzerland. Anyways, so this is also the same therapist that put together my dream circle, which I am going to be talking a lot about dreams coming. And yeah, so anyways, my therapist calls me. I get on the phone, I'm in the car and she's like, you know, how are you? What's been going on? We hadn't talked since before Christmas. And I, I mean, I adore my therapist. I, I I just can't tell everyone enough. Like if you're not in therapy, it's just been an absolutely joy-filled situation. I feel like a lot of people think that therapy is going to be like really like scary and intense. And, and yes, it can be at times, I'm sure. But for the most part, I just really love and enjoy talking to someone and just being able to talk about my emotions for an hour. Because that would probably be Austin's worst worst nightmare if all I did was just talk to him endlessly about my emotions. I try to save some of it for therapy. <laughs> like some introspection. I'm like, he doesn't need to be a part of this. This is a me thing. This doesn't involve him. Anyways, I'm like, Mary, I'm so sorry I forgot. We're in the car. And she's like, how have you been? And I'm like, actually, it's really weird. I've been really anxious lately the last few days. It's out of character, all the things. And she's like, Anna Grace, I just want you to know that you have, the this time last year, you were living three houses ago. Like literally uh, before I moved to Clarksville, back in my old home. And she's like, you have moved so much. You guys had so much stuff happen to you that was like out of your control. You really were kind of in survival mode. And now you're settling back in and, and being settled and going into a new year and having a routine. And things are feeling really good and are coming together. 
But I just told her, I'm like, intuitively, you know, I feel that I want my focus to really be grounding and and loving on my nervous system because I can tell when my nervous system is in a dysregulated state. And so that's something I wanted to bring onto the podcast because I think it's something that maybe people aren't totally familiar with or, you know, aware of. I, I don't know. Or maybe this messaging resonates. Maybe it doesn't. Whatever. But she's like, I wouldn't be shocked you move around so much. You have, you know, just even being on the internet alone is just a lot of energy thrown at one person. But then even, you know, even if you're not someone that posts on the internet and all the things I do, even just the way of the world that we live in now with social media, we are so overstimulated. It's kind of crazy. Like you can open TikTok and literally watch like 70 videos in like four minutes, like scroll, 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 you know, and then you like flip to Instagram and then you like in your email and, you know, we are very stimulated. You know, we never wanted to be like bored or whatever. So she's like, I really want you to know these are some things you can do to really, really help regulate your nervous system. And I've been doing meditation and tapping. I cannot say enough good things about meditating, tapping practices, EFT tapping, emotional freedom tapping, if you want to check into that. I think it's cracked me open on flying through limiting beliefs and making myself more magnetic for manifestations. But I'm more in a phase right now where I'm like, I just want to feel really grounded, really calm. Like, yes, I can manifest and be doing all these things, but I want my body to feel super safe. You know, anxiety is never fun. She tells me, she's like, the best thing you could do is go to the beach and just jump in the water. Like she's like, can you do a cold plunge? Like, could you do that every single day? And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm laughing because I always say Austin is so naturally intuitive and he had no idea that my therapist was going to say this, or I don't even know if he knows really the benefits behind cold plunge. He just was like, let's do it. I'm like, yeah, Austin actually took me to the ocean and basically forced me out there against my will on Sunday. And she's like, that is great. That's literally so amazing. So you guys heard it here first. My therapist approved that the cold plunge and putting the hands on the body, doing some movement, she said those are the best ways, and barefoot, bare feet on the ground are the best ways to start that nervous system regulatory process, which will really help. It helps you sleep. It helps your moods. It helps everything. It helps everything. Um, also too, if you're just curious, I'll read a couple of cold plunge benefits. If you're like, what the heck is this? Also, I just want to note that you do not have to live at the ocean just to do a cold plunge. <laughs> you can do it. You could just honestly get in the shower and do a cold shower. You could do a cold bath. That's what Austin and I did today. We we filled up our tub and poured two bags of ice in it. Um, but essentially, it helps with stress and inflammation in the body, which inflammation is the root cause of all dis-ease in the body, which yes, manifests as disease, dis-ease. Inflammation is the root. That's why people were so obsessed with celery juice. Remember that was a big trend. It's because it really helped with inflammation. Um, but it also, this cold plunge stimulates the vagus nerve, which if you guys aren't familiar with the vagus nerve, definitely another one that if you're like, I feel anxious or I feel any type of way, there's a lot of things that you can do to regulate, stimulate, you know, tap on, interact with your vagus nerve. And it's the fastest way to take you out of a panic state. So I thought that was really cool. Also, it's great for, this is great for, you know, recovery, reducing stress on the body. Um, you know, it's like Austin was like, we've been doing this in football since 2011. I'm like, 
you know, except they would do it in, like trash cans. Because of course, me, I'm like, let's get a cold plunge. And he was like, um, let's just do it in our bathtub for free. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's smart. Cause I guess you can get some that you plug into the wall, but they're like $5,000 or something. So, um, that's not really in the budget at the moment, but we did just throw it. So anyways, my goal is that I'm going to, I'm going to do it every single day and I'm, I'm going to let this be an experiment. I'll report back to you guys on the, the polar plunge in our jacuzzi tub at our house. Also, Every time I'm in the water or taking a shower, I always tell people spirit speaks through water. Water is such a conduit for intuitive messages and guidance. That's honestly, I feel like why a lot of people are like, I just crave, you know, being in the ocean for people that are like water babies or love to take a bath or that's where they like to unwind. I just feel like it's like such a special little like intuitive portal, but that's just my personal opinion. I always get so many good ideas in the bathroom. And this is one that I had recently while I was getting out of the shower. And I was like, this is definitely something I want to intro into the podcast and I'm going to go further into it. But I started thinking that if you're currently manifesting something, just to add on to the, yes, use your imagination, do all the things to just play, have fun, like make it a fun process. But I know there are so many ways to manifest and there's so much information out there and it's it's easy to get overwhelmed or overstimulated. What I started noticing that was the most powerful for me in speeding up my manifestations or really breaking through blocks, limiting beliefs, etc., was tapping, doing tapping, which is where you physically tap on the meridian points on the body and you know you speak out a limiting belief and then you reprogram the subconscious mind with whatever belief you are reprogramming it's like a very physical hands on like i tap i do lots of like grounding i i do lots of body movement exercises i find you know manifestation loves movement that's another one like when you're in an elevated state but for some people it's totally different it could be completely visual but i realized for me that makes so much sense that my manifestation kind of love language is very physical because my love language is physical touch. So as you guys know, whether or not you're single or in a relationship or whatever, if you can give yourself or show yourself that love first, then it's going to make you so much more magnetic for a partner coming in. So say you're single, maybe you're not, whatever, but I think it's kind of cool to take into account, like, what is my love language? Is it words of affirmations? Okay, then sister, you need to be looking in the mirror and saying affirmations every single day because that's what you need to feel loved from a partner. But how about we give that love to ourselves first? Every single love language has a different caveat. And I think you should really think, what's, what's one that I really find that I need? Like, I really feel deprived when I, you know, like when COVID was happening, I couldn't hug people that really made me sad. (laughs) You know, like I really, physical touch is really how, and and I find that's how I comfort people. You know, if they're sad, I'll rub their back or I, I love to hug people. I just feel like very connected to touch. And I'm like, wow, that makes so much sense that my ways to manifest, obviously like we, the more we love ourselves, the more I feel we attract into our life. So what if we infuse our own manifestation process utilizing our own love language? So ask yourself right now, like, what is my love language? Do I show myself love in that way? 
like I said, like words of affirmations, you could do, you know, affirmations, looking at yourself in the mirror, telling yourself what you want someone to say to you, right? Like we have to give that to ourselves first. You could journal, write it out. If it's quality time, literally take yourself on a date, do something absolutely yummy and delicious. Go get your nails done, like really love on yourself. Spend quality time with yourself. Do something that you would want to do with a friend. And then same with gifts. I feel that it doesn't always have to be something super monetary related. I feel like you could, you know, give yourself a gift of a quiet morning or like a beautiful, I don't know, make yourself like French toast or write yourself a love letter or something you would want someone to give you. Like, what is something I want someone to give me? Well, give it to yourself first. You know, it could be just going and buying a cup of coffee. It could be a beautiful handbag. Like, obviously, you know, I don't ever encourage people being financially irresponsible, but when it comes to gifts, like, get yourself something thoughtful and sweet that you're just showing yourself. I'm really proud of you for how hard you've been working. I could go on and on about that because I love to talk about manifestation practices, but you guys get it. When you are manifesting or wanting better for yourself or setting intentions and goals, all the things. And you're like, which is the best route to get there? You know, I talk about really making space in your day-to-day schedule and, and asking yourself, what does this look like? And for me, I do tapping every morning to, to, you know, clear any limiting beliefs or release anything that's holding me back or to shift myself into, you know, this higher version of Anna Grace, right? Remember, we're, we, I've talked about that identity shift, the alter ego effect book. You know, got to check that out. But I utilize tapping and that's been something that's been really powerful for me in manifesting. And it's so connected. I mean, it's literally physical touch all over the body. And so anyways, I don't know. I don't want to talk too much in a roundabout, but I just, I would like you to play with that idea. I would encourage you to try it, to check it out. I play with so many different manifestation techniques too, because, you know, you don't have to stick with one. If you get bored with one, try something else, or one might work better than the better than the other. And I just always like to challenge everyone here, all of my students at AGU, to get curious, you know? I I, I love being a researcher. Um, you know, lately on January 11th, the little 111 day, I made a voice memo to myself just saying some affirmations and saying some things uniquely specific to me. And then today when I was at the gym, I played it and I just like listened to my little affirmations. And I know that sounds kind of cheesy, but it was so nice. It's nice hearing your goals back to you and your voice. And, you know, I always... I'll say them in like thank you format or just sometimes I'll just make a voice memo of gratitude because I think it's easy for us to forget to practice gratitude. And that's really the foundation for everything. I, when I meditated on um, 111, I was out on the beach for like hours and I meditate and go into the Akashic Records and do all kinds of stuff for hours, hours with an H because it was a long time. Austin's like, are you good? What are you doing? Um, but I do readings and you know all kinds of things for people. So I go out. It's a whole ritual. I, I like cleanse my hands and my feet and all the things in the ocean. It's just honestly, it's lovely. I just lose track of time. But the last little bit of information I'm going to leave you guys with is this. So I went into the Akashic Records and 
this is the information that came through and it was quite interesting. It was kind of explaining further on manifestation because it's just a concept I'm just so intrigued by forever. Like, you know, when something happens, you're like, oh my gosh, I manifested this. You're just like, it's so cool. And then of course me, I'm like, how does it work? I need to know everything. <laughs> um, so a good test to know if you are in the correct energy of, you know, whatever it is that you're calling in. Almost imagine, this is kind of what I was seeing. It's like the the universe and God and everything that's going on, right? There's just this conscious life force energy that's through everything. And so if you were to actually remove language, right? Like people all around the world, we all speak different languages. But even if you're with someone who's speaking a different language, sometimes we often can like see or feel or understand how they're feeling, even if they're speaking a different language, just because of the energy that they're emitting, right? I think we would all agree that if you were in another country, you could still kind of have a conversation with someone even if you weren't speaking the same language. And that's kind of how it comes to when we are asking for something or we are manifesting something or we are hoping to bring something into our reality. If you were to remove the languaging, right? Like, so you're asking for something and and all that the universe would hear was just your energy, right? Or that, you know, say, say for the sake of the conversation, whoever is hearing your request doesn't speak the same language as you. Would your energy feel in the alignment of the request. So let me explain. If you were to, you know, you're wanting something so badly and we were to remove the words from that statement, would your energy be so calm and loving and gratitude and grateful? Or would your energy be desperate energy? You know, it's kind of like if you like a boy or a girl and you're you know, upset and you're like, fine, I don't care what you think anyways. It's like, yeah, you're saying I don't care, but like your your energy is that you really care. Like we know you care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was an interesting perspective. It's like if we were to remove the languaging, like how do we feel in those moments when we are asking and setting the intentions? You know, if, if the words were removed and all someone could do is just view your, you know, auric field, your energy and your languaging how would it come across? I thought that was a really interesting perspective to, you know, add into, you know, any any list making or goal setting that you're doing. Like I said, you guys, I, I do it all January long. So I just like sprinkling in some tips. I know this one's been pretty manifestation heavy. I, I don't know. I guess it's just where I felt guided to go. But I love giving little, you know, little nuggets for you guys to gnaw on a little further, a little bone to chew on, just something to think about, food for thought. I love you guys. I really appreciate every single person who is here listening. If you stay till the end, I really appreciate all the shares I've gotten recently. And I just really appreciate how much you guys make me feel seen. So I hope that this is a space that that energy can be reflected back to you. And that's everything I have. That's everything. I just want to say thank you. And I love you. And thanks for coming to class. As always, I will share links that I mentioned in the show notes. And I hope you have an amazing day. And don't forget to give somebody a hug. Did you know we're actually supposed to get 10 hugs a day? Give, get, receive, I don't know. But we need to have 10 hugs a day just makes everyone just feel good, releases all those feel-good hormones in our brain. (laughs) You guys just know I love physical touch. Okay, I'm done. I love you. Bye. 
As always, I just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in. If you feel so called or if it feels aligned, I would love for you to leave me a review here. I always love reading your beautiful thoughts and messages. And also you can find me at Anna Grace Newell on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And I will link all of my courses, AG University course curriculum in the show notes, along with if you're interested in booking an Akashic Records reading with me, my scheduling link goes out in my newsletter. It goes out once a month and it's completely free. I would love to have you there. As always, I'm a proud professor and you get an A plus for making it all the way through the end. Love you.